difficult, 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 Today. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame you. Ugh. It's one of those. Yeah. It's one of those years. <laughs> <laughs> Last year was a uh, year and this year is uh, still a uh. I just read a thing that uh, Dr. Fauci says that we're going to still be wearing masks well into 2022. <laughs> oh, I see it for like seven years at least. Maybe. It's great. Maybe maybe the rest of our lives. Anyway, I'm Katie. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. I'm Marie. And this is the Difficult Women podcast. We're so difficult. I feel very difficult this morning. Can I tell you why? Tell me. I have a rash all over my body. I don't know what's oh, happening. Oh, God. Why? <laughs> my body is being extremely difficult. Well, you know me. I just I'm, I have these really random weird allergies. You're allergic to everything. I'm allergic to everything, especially uni, which I still will eat this year. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yesterday, like my arms, I have like a rat, like rash on my arms and now on my legs and then on my chin. Like, did oh you wear, did you eat something? Did you wear something new? Let's, here's the thing. Something? I have not yeah. left the house in a week because of the snowstorm here. And uh, I haven't seen anybody really, you know. I think, you know, you are allergic to your cat, right? Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> maybe I, you're just spending too much time with your cat. That could be it. I mean, it feels <laughs> like when I Googled it, it's like either like an animal reaction of some sort or especially like a food. But what have I been eating? I've been cooking. I made like zucchini lasagna. Am I all I think of a you're sudden... Just- Allergic I think to you're zucchini? just allergic to your cat. <laughs> I, I checked the air spending... filters because I was like, oh, my God, I'm breathing in mold. That's fine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So this may be it. <laughs> you may have to shave all of <laughs> just I have to just make a pen her. her outside. Yeah, <laughs> be fine. But it's weird. It's so weird. Anyway, I have I'm a sorry. I'm itching. I'm very you're itchy today. Full of rash. So rashy. if you hear... That that's it's if you hear the itching sound, that's me just scratching, scratching my. Oh, this is I'm disgusting. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what's up with you? Are you itchy? Oh, I'm not itchy, thankfully. Um, but I I also don't have any pets or any living being inside of this house with me, except for my plants, <laughs> which I talk to now, like a lot. Um, yeah, I haven't seen a human person now in. Oh, it's got to be at least a week. I saw I saw one person he popped by with a mask on and then a week and a week went by he came by yesterday just for a hot second and that's been that's been it yeah I'm definitely ready to see people (laughs) I think just like just a face I mean I go to the grocery store and stuff but you can't really you can't even really chit chat because uh, you can't read people's facial expressions, so you don't know if they even want to talk to you. You can't like just be, "Hey, wow, everything sucks, huh? How are you doing? Oh, that sucks." Like it's just. It's well, I hard. beg to differ because I did go to a coffee shop. Uh, finally, the snow started melting. I guess on Friday, and I popped into a little. I can't wait for you to visit. It's just right up the road. This mm. sweet little coffee shop, and it was the owner, Laura, who who was in there. And I was like, oh, my God, another human. And I just, I don't know what happened to me, but I just was blabbing on about I don't even know what. And then all of a sudden I had to say, I'm so sorry. I haven't seen another person in five days. <laughs> I mean, she's probably used to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. But she yeah. was she was chit-chatting too. And then I bought all the local products I could afford because I liked her. I wanted to support her, her little store. 
Wanted to spend as much time inside of the store. Basically, I was like, oh, people. is this for sale? She's like, no, that's the bookshelf. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, <laughs> Everything's <man>. great. <laughs> yeah, Maybe that's, that's where good. I got my itchy. <laughs> Yeah, you just spend too much time. It's hives from seeing other people. (laughs) Oh, God, what if that's it? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think there's gonna be all sorts of weird things that people start doing and saying and having some weird stuff's gonna happen when we start getting back together. I do fear that like, if I'm out at a bar and somebody starts talking, and I like don't want to be part of the conversation, whereas before I'd be very kind and like, oh, you know, somehow get out of it. But now because my social interactions have been so sparse, and I don't know how to communicate really. It'll just be like shutting down. <laughs> I mean, I'll just, I just literally say, yeah, no more. <laughs> I'm mostly worried that because again, I'm I'm pre- I'm an introvert. I'm pretty good at being alone, and the longer I'm alone, the less likely I will ever leave my house again. <laughs> so it's like kind of dangerous for me to. I like this a little too much sometimes, but I am very. I would not mind seeing some a human. <laughs> Just, but I'm afraid, like you're saying, that I'll like see them and then I'll be like, I don't, I want you to leave now. <laughs> like, I don't want to be around you anymore. <laughs> we'll see how this unfolds, I, I suppose. Y- but. Yeah, this will be, it's going to be weird. It's going to get weird. It's already weird. It's already weird. It's, it's going to get weirder. <laughs> it's going to get weirder. Yep, I'm sure. As long as we all can just embrace it, it's fine. All I got to say is my parents are getting their second vaccine on Wednesday. And That's I feel great. as though that will open up my world a little bit more because you know this whole time I've been very careful because I don't want to kill my parents but right now I'll maybe go get a haircut (laughs) whoa sure sure or have them do a pedicure I don't know what's going on down there so get in there you know yeah yeah anyway I'm just I'm gross (laughs) just Just a troll on body body issues cool (laughs) I got a rash my toenails are grown out I don't know (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Sounds good. Oh no, (laughs) I'm just not well. Anyway, um, no one is. Every this is everything is terrible. It's gonna be fine. (laughs) It's gonna be fine. We're all gonna be fine. You know? Is it? No, but it's fine. You know what will help make everything be better though? Mm, I think I do. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. Select almost any one item for 50% off, and then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter offer code HORIO at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six free spicy movies. Ooh. Plus, free shipping. That's HORIO. W-H-O-R-E-O. HORIO at adamandeve.com. So let's get down to it, huh? Let's get down to business. This is going to make everybody, this will give everybody a rash. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're going to not want a rash after this because then you'll have to buy something to get rid of it. That's true. But the rage inside that boils up will maybe cause a little. Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> Today, <laughs> without further ado, we are talking about the pink tax. The pink tax. I love pink. What pray tell is the pink tax? I don't even like pink that much, to be honest. Really? You own so much pink. I know. I weirdly do. It's because there's just so much of it. That's true. Like, oh, you're a girl. You have to wear pink. You're like, oh, okay. They do just shove it down your throat. But yes, the pink tax. Why is it so damn expensive to be a woman? Well, because they charge us more for the same things that they that men buy also what <laughs> as it turns out what it's kind of crazy <laughs> the famous uh example is razors i think that's one of the clearest examples uh-huh. 
where men's razors, mm-hmm. they uh, actually, I think I have some numbers here. Mm. So, for example, with men's razors, an average price for 20 razors for women mm-hmm. is $8.90. This is just sort of average prices. The men's average prices for razors mm-hmm. is $7.99. That's almost a dollar price difference. Uh, it's 11%. That's just one example, right? But the thing about razors that I think is a good example is that like, how different are women's <laughs> razors than men's razors? <laughs> like, do you, even if you're shaving your groin area, you, how different is it really going to be? I mean, a face is also very sensitive. So why wouldn't a man's razor, you know, be the same deal as a women's? Um I would even go to say as far as to say that men's razors are better. Yeah. Because I there for a while I was buying uh I don't know which one it was, but it just I, they were cheaper. So I bought started buying men's razors and I was like, holy shit, this is actually getting in there even better than my yeah. you know. Sure. Sure. My Venus one that is like a Venus razor is like twenty dollars. Also, don't even get me started on the marketing of a Venus razor. You right. know? Come on, get out of here. <laughs> right. Well, and that's just one example. I mean, there's other examples like shampoos. Mm-hmm. An average cost of a shampoo for a woman is $8.39. Average cost for a shampoo is for a man is $5.68, which is a 48% difference oh. in price. Um, and the list goes on and on. Oh. Um, in addition to that, mm-hmm. it extends to your children. Babies? My babies? Little, little babies. My little unborn babies. child. Your unborn daughter is getting charged more than your unborn son. Shut up. For her really? helmet. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know what? I did actually see this thing. They had a red scooter and a pink scooter. The same same product at Target. The red scooter was $24.99. The pink scooter was $49.99. Twice as much yep. for a child's scooter. Yeah. So if you can... Try to have a boy because you'll be saving probably half. <laughs> or just get your girls to dislike pink. because, Or just get gender like... neutral. I mean, that's a big thing is that I'm, right. I really, you know, I've been trying to research more of these gender neutral um, companies that, you know, across the board, it's just the same price for both men and women because the product is for both. So that's great. Um, yeah. Another number. So generally, to generalize everything, women pay 42% more compared to men on products yeah 40 and and they make less women make less 81 cents to the dollar compared to a man and we also know that that's different from uh women of color between races too yeah so i mean like uh this is very frustrating (laughs) and the fact that we're not raising like real hell for it really i mean i've been hearing about the pink tax I've been hearing about the tampon tax. And I know some legislators are trying to really put stuff forward, like Jamie Spear, this woman. She's a Democrat from California. And she's been really trying to talk about this um, in Congress, but getting so much pushback for it. Because nobody, because, okay, let's just face it. It's like all run by cisgendered white men. (laughs) Totally. No, totally. And they don't want to talk about tampon tax. On the Senate right. floor. Oh, they don't care. They don't give a fuck. Um, that's like a, that was one thing. So as we, I was reading more and more about this, 
again, my, my question that always comes up to me, it comes to me on these things is why, why is yeah. this happening? Why, why is there such a ch- stark difference in the pricing of these items? Mm-hmm. And I found a couple articles and things. There was one guy that's an economist who, um, you know, take it with a grain of salt because he was a white dude who uh, just clearly was already biased against this idea that there was a, he didn't even believe there was a pink tax particularly. But he made some interesting points in that. Um, and I will say you cannot deny that the prices are different. That is just a right. fact. You, you can go, go to Walgreens today and just peruse the aisles and you can just see it very clearly. I mean, I've seen on Instagram more people calling out the companies, holding up the blue, holding up the pink and just saying right. clearly. I'm going to start right. doing that. I think that's great. Yeah. I mean, you know. Hashtag sure. pink tax. <laughs> sure. And also, so, but I thought this was an interesting issue mm-hmm. because this is like where we get caught in like a catch-22 here as women. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Katie. <laughs> 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 Just like the demon finally comes out. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Not going to edit that out. Sorry. As I was saying, no, it's fine. Whatever. It's just who I am. Um, as I was The amount saying, of burps I have to edit out of this podcast. Oh, I love I'm it. Sure, I love sure. it. Okay. Continue, um, madam. No, I was just going to say, oh, yes, the catch 22. So, so he made an interesting point because I was like, well, why is this happening? How can this even be? Is it just that companies are like fuck women let's just charge them more i was like that seems like insane right uh and as it turns out i there is sort of an economic reason why it's happening so and he's he tried to make this argument and he did he made this argument well and the argument is there are certain items like shampoo for example right Mm -hmm. men generally don't give a fuck what shampoo they use women do Mm -hmm. so for example Let's say uh, as a woman, you have curly hair. You're not going to just necessarily, and you don't want your hair to be like a frizzy mess all the time. So you go and you buy an item, a a specific kind of shampoo that really makes your hair better, right? It really makes your hair work, you know, with the curliness or whatever. That a a guy with the same hair texture may not care if his hair is frizzy or not, (laughs) right? So he'll go and buy the like Pantene... Pro-V and just not for like a buck 99 and just not care about it whereas a woman so his argument was like if women are putting those you know if it matters to them what products they use the market is gonna charge more for them because all of a sudden you're having to like debate whatever that makes sense to me I don't know if that makes sense to y'all what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. but it's right that like if we're putting a value on a particular hair care product mm-hmm. we're not just gonna like the competition is less for that product then because we're not gonna go and just buy Pantene Pro-V we're gonna we're willing to pay extra money to get a better what we consider a better product right yes so here's where the catch trade two comes in so that's fine like okay so I was like okay so it really is up to the consumer and his argument would be it's up to the consumer then to buy the cheaper product so it's like, just don't care about your hair, ladies. Also scents, right? Like deodorants. He's saying, well, a woman cares more about how she smells. So she she could buy a men's deodorant. But if she doesn't want to smell like a man, she'll buy the more expensive women's deodorant because women care more about that stuff. That was mm-hmm. his argument. Here's the kicker, though, you guys. Mm-hmm. Women are put in a position in which we have to care more. 
We are marketed from day one that you have to look a certain way. You have to smell a certain way. You have to have your hair. You know, God forbid a woman walks around with frizzy hair. Whereas if a guy does, he doesn't lose the job. You know what right. I mean? Over her. So it's it's just extremely frustrating that that you can you can make economic arguments as to why it has we've fallen into this situation quite how you know as we have but what and the, but to blame the consumer in the sense like sure something like razors i actually buy men's razors i i have a subscription to, to harry's which is like oh. a um like a you know mailing service mm -hmm. and they're mail they're men's razors but i guess now they're sort of pivoting and saying like we're for everybody like you were saying with the mm -hmm. um gender neutral gender neutral mm -hmm. yeah um but something like shampoo if you have a certain hair texture Mm -hmm. and you don't want your hair to look insane, <laughs> you can't just go and choose the cheapest shampoo at, at, the, at the store. Well, it goes back to our episode that we did about hair. It's like we are programmed as women to be shamed by marketing, society, other men, other women. I mean, we're, we cannot have hair on our bodies because it's disgusting, but it's natural. But right. we have to then buy all the products, do all the services, the waxings, all that stuff to get rid of our natural body hair. And that costs way more money. And it brings up a good point, too, because it's then it there's like a twofold extra cost on women because number one is the the razor. Right. Mm -hmm. But then what it doesn't talk about then is also like the perfume and the the moisturizer and the, you know, the all the accoutrement, the like pads that you put on so you don't get ingrown hairs, all these other accoutrement that like make women feel pressure to buy so that they can look a certain way, mm -hmm. which is of the standard of men, not necessarily women. I mean, it has become the standard of women, but it's that patriarchal standard. Wait, hold on. I think I know what caused my rash because I just bought all this fancy product because I was marketed. Oh <laughs> no. We did not plan this. No, <laughs> hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> hold on. You know me because I, I have I'm like allergic to everything, especially fragrance, fancy stuff, it, fancy things. This girl is not. So <laughs> full disclosure, I use Lever 2000. <laughs> so yeah, and it's it's no I never break out because of it. I never get any rashes. It's a solid product and I get made fun of by boys because they're like oh well my dad uses that and I'm like well you know what me too because if I use anything fancy I break out so I just bought all this fancy stuff when I moved in here and I, I bet you that's it and I paid a fortune for this stuff right. and I smell like a princess but now I'm thinking that you maybe look that's like a frog <laughs> <laughs> but fuck that <laughs> Well, Katie, I mean, that's, that's what it is. No, this is, again, oh, we did not plan this, God. but that's crazy that like, but this is a perfect. If you write perfect. in Difficult Women podcast, I'll give you all this fancy stuff because I can't use it anymore. I don't think. Oh, man. Anyway, I'm very upset and itchy. Yeah. This hurts. That's very upset. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, this is not sponsored by Lever 2000, but it's a solid product. I highly recommend. Yeah. Well, and so that was, you know, you bring us to a, a perfect point, which is what do we do about this? So aside from government, um, you know, government federal, intervention. Like a federal yeah. law of some sort. Right. Mm -hmm. um, it really does come down to the consumer buying the cheaper options. I know that's not always, a you know, like I said, with the hair texture things or just as an example, like that's not always really that viable for people. Mm -hmm. um, but... 
some economists want to say that no, this is good for the eco- it's good for the economy to like have the market like divide men and women and then charge more for women <laughs> than men because men pri- men's prices go down. There's this whole economic theory as to why it's good. But if you talk to that's one type of economist that says that. But there was another economist, a woman that was talking about how actually that's not true at all. And any market that's just let loose fully and I know a lot of these you know money people want the market to just be fully free she's like they're it at the end of the day the market never cares about the individual Mm. they just don't so you have to regulate some of this stuff so some people will say no we don't want to regulate it because free market blah but it's like if you don't then we end up further and further and further into this pit where um where you know women are just paying more and more and more for products I was reading uh, that tariffs, like it even starts from when products are coming yeah. into our country, the tariffs are higher for female products. But then um, but then some products also uh, are created equally, but then it's the retailer that's marking it up for the women and keeping sure. it low for the men. Well, I did read that um, ways, there's four things that we can do as um, what we can do as citizens <laughs> in America. Because this also does happen, especially the tampon tax. I did learn that it does happen in lots of other countries. So mm-hmm. it's not just mm-hmm. exclusive to America. But mm-hmm. um, what we can do today, starting starting today, as a uh, lever 2000, uh, that's the first, not just kidding, uh, <laughs> refrain, <laughs> not sponsor of the show, but I would love them to, um, Number one, refrain from supporting retailers who levy pink tax. So choose not to buy their products. Uh, Two, go for a generic version of a product whenever possible. Three, showcase your full-blown support for companies who have shifted to gender-neutral pricing. And number four, create awareness and sensitize people around it. If need be, voice your opinion about it. I mean, we're talking about it, so we're we're doing great. And then, I mean, there's a whole thing for also who are marketers and organizations. Um, number one, they can adjust their prices. That sounds good. Uh, number two, they can work with legislators. Number three, they can educate consumers, build awareness, which I think is very important. And then again, like it goes back to number four, embrace gender neutrality. So that's actually interesting, too, because that was another thing that this um, economist, of course, I don't cite my sources that I'm not, I don't play like that. <laughs> You'll never know who I'm talking about. But uh, anyway, this particular economist was saying that Katie um, don't play that. <laughs> I don't play that. Um, don't don't. I'm not going to back anything that I say up um, <laughs> crazy anyway but th- this woman um she was saying that uh mm. that that that's a- another issue right so sometimes there's products that she's like in a good economy in a healthy economy if you have an item that costs more than a, a similar item there there needs to be val- added value to that item so again in the in the example of razors if you're gonna have a men's razor that's five dollars and a woman's razor is at seven that woman's razor better also you know be a vibrator or something <laughs> like you gotta get it's gotta do something extra uh, um that sounds so dangerous by the way i don't recommend anybody inventing no. that um, don't do it uh but like and the and the and the bottom line is that with the razors that again is a great example there's no real difference between those two items so what that comes down to is marketing mm. and this machine this marketing machine that we have all been subjected to since the day we were born about you know women are this and men are this and women like pink and men like blue and all of these things and like what you're saying about the scooter it's like you know it's hard with kids because if kids really want like the pink one as a parent it can be hard to be like no you're getting the red one and then the girl's crying or whatever or the boy whoever wants the pink one um 
But we just to kind of like, I don't get a spray paint bottle and spray paint it pink when you get home or something. <laughs> Especially with lead, lead paint. Right? Yeah, paint totally. Lead. Especially if you got kids, then you yeah. can get rid of them real quick. <laughs> we'll take care of that problem. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Not going to be buying anything uh, else. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. We're going to be great parents. Uh, oh my God, I can't wait. Um, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> well, also, uh, I learned so here we are talking about. Um, products you know like shampoo and conditioner razors all that sort of stuff but also mortgages when a woman applies for a mortgage and things like if your car is broken yeah, audio, yeah. and you're and they're quoting you like a price for your car yes what did you hear about mortgages specifically well just that women just, that they, just yeah. because you're going through i mean i'm i don't know really but you're going through the banks and all that sort of stuff and then I don't know. Why would we there's get a, a higher? Bias. Yeah, there's right. a bias. There's and then a higher interest rate, especially. And I have to say, especially single women buying their own homes. Mm-hmm. It makes me very, very angry <laughs> as a person who would like to buy a house as an independent woman. Yeah, who is not. No, I, was not I book, but <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, and I don't really know. It's hard with that. With the mechanic stuff, one of the pieces of advice they were giving specifically is that do your due diligence before you go to the mechanic if you can help it to try to find out well, what are the regular prices for this kind of a broken thing and try to educate yourself a little bit more so that you can protect yourself mm-hmm. when you go to like a mechanic to say look my br- my brakes aren't working I don't have a car I don't know this is <laughs> my brakes don't work or whatever um you know try to have somebody tell you what they think that the price is going to be or I mean this is something people do all the time which is fucked up but you just have like your guy friend call and be like hey I need to fix my car that's fucked up, though. I'm I know, not, that's not a so solution. Up. I know, solution, I, I, but. but I initially, when I read that, I was like, oh, well, that's why I always have, like, my dad, I would get my dad to come with me or, like, get another man to come with me. But that's so fucked up. I also yeah. know nothing about cars, nor do I care. I should probably put oil in mine. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I've never had a car. I don't know. How <laughs> I would barely know how to drive. Um <laughs> I mean, but it's, it's the same with like bikes and stuff. I mean, there's a bike culture that's like very broy in New York City, and like it right. can be really uncomfortable to go to like a bike place. And you know, if if you don't know your shit, it just feels like they can take advantage of you. Which is one of the reasons why I like roller skating is because there are so many girls in roller skating that you don't. When I go to the roller skate shop to get my skates tuned up or whatever, I, I don't never do that, but <laughs> you could. Um, you, I do. I trust those women that are. They're not going to like gouge me because I'm a girl. But I'd be so curious to see how much boy skates are versus girl skates. They're the same. They're mostly the same, I think, because. Uh, it depends, I guess. It depends. I don't know. It depends because uh, there's a lot of like gender neutrality in roller skating. That's good. Yeah. So it's like the only thing that I've seen. It depends on what kind of roller skating. That's a whole other conversation. But I have seen that, like, for example, I tried to buy some black skates, and they were like, "These are boy skates." Mm. I was like, "But I want the black ones," <laughs> and they were like, "These are boy ones." So I had to like figure out the size. It doesn't mean I couldn't buy them, but it was just like the sizing became a whole thing. That's a boring story. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do with my time is I like look up I, I go I, I'm, at, I'm at the I'm at the point in quarantine where I put things in my uh, shopping cart and I never buy them or I buy them and then promptly return them <laughs> that's, what, that's what, just to keep myself busy I don't know. <laughs> speaking of shopping um <laughs> But I mean, maybe I should do like a razor. I hate shaving, though. I don't want to do razor tests. I mean, why shave during this pandemic either? I mean, I mean, sometimes I do it just to make remind myself that I'm a person. But uh, yeah, 
No, I've been shaving. No, but also why? Sh- you know, we like I said, body hair. Who cares? Yeah, don't, you don't have to shave. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. No one's even seeing me. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's true. That, that that this sort of quote unquote pink tax. It's not always a tax per se. Um, when it's related to things like. Uh, you know, fixing your cars or mortgages and things. There's just this inherent bias, which leads us to the tampon tax, mm. um, which is that this is something that I didn't understand for a long time because I was just sort of like, well, it's an item. Like, isn't aren't items taxed? Well, and the way this actually works is that uh, non-luxury items are not taxed. Mm-hmm. So groceries and things like that in the United States are not supposed Fruit to be Fruit roll-ups are not taxed. Things that people feel are necessities, like fruit roll-ups, Viagra, are not penile. Viagra's not taxed. Pe- 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 well, let me let me double check my sources on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, but certainly uh, the idea is if you oh, if it's a necessity. Let me read this. Yes, tell me. Yeah, tax-free necessity. Rolled up fruit candy. Good. Not taxed. Mardi Gras Meat. beads. Huh? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Rogaine, uh, Viagra. Oh, so Viagra is not, not so a necessity. Pads, menstrual cup, tampons. Yeah, those are considered, uh, those are taxed are, with a luxury tax because they are considered non-necessities. Mm-hmm. These are tax-free versus taxed products. Items. Uh, uh, and only in, th- in 33 states. So not all the states. Right. And that is one thing that I did see that there's been some states that have been taking measures to uh, remove that tax Mm -hmm. uh, because they're starting to understand. But I think that I wouldn't be surprised if at some point they had all had a tax on that. Well, if there was a federal law. Hmm. Right. Right. And I think that that's that's just like such a mind boggling thing to me that and and it's just such it can only be through a man's lens that they would see a tampon as a luxury item a a woman any woman (laughs) that has ever had a period and i'm sure women that have not had periods can also attest to this being a non-luxury it's a medical necessity it what what also by the way if you don't wear anything and free bleed we're not allowed to do that either so it's like so it's not like we have a big choice as to like, oh, okay, I'm not going to buy a tampon because it's a luxury and instead I'm just going to have my period everywhere. People will love that. Right. Like that sort of thing is just infuriating to me. Um, and also just that like that they're not more. Uh, this is a thing that this is a different conversation. But like with uh, the women, the homeless population, the w- mm-hmm. female homeless population, it's a really big issue. Mm-hmm that they can't always get their hands on pads or tampons or whatever, any kind of menstrual item. Um, yeah. For a minute, I was, did I say the right? I was like menstrual? No, menstrual, right, right. Menstrual item. Um, <laughs> I know. Because, yeah, I just don't know if I said that right, but I did. Um, because like, the, the, they're first of all, they're expensive and the tax certainly doesn't help and they're necessities. Mm-hmm. What do you expect people to do if they... And especially if you're homeless and you don't have access to like a lot of shampoo, uh, showers and things like that, it becomes a health issue. Like if you are have, you know, sorry, not sorry. I'm just going to say the truth. If you are bleeding out of your vagina and it's sitting in your panties and you can't you don't have another pair of panties, you don't have access to a shower, that will lead to infection mm-hmm. and bad things and bacteria growth. And that will make someone really, really sick. So don't tell me 
<laughs> that this isn't a medical necessity. Right. I was listening to this one podcast of a woman talking about what it is, this period poverty. And a homeless woman, homeless women out there use trash. They rummage through the garbage to find napkins to use as pads. Which is also not That is not sanitary. sanitary. Right. So how, I mean, there are, thankfully, thank God, there are so many organizations out there fighting for period poverty, um, really, really fighting for that these products be free in schools, free in prisons, and free in women's shelters. And a lot of state, not a lot, but, you know, I would say 10 states in in our great country um, do have that uh, federal, that state's law. But they're leaving it up to the states to decide. And guess what? Tennessee, they don't give a fuck about women <laughs> here. Right. Especially abortions. But um, they, I mean, they would never, I mean, these white men would never pass that sort of thing. They just don't think it's important. They don't, it's, it's, it's just such a, I just, and it's not, again, it's not every man that doesn't get it or that doesn't, you know, but there's just so, it's like, e- even at its best, even if it's like least, you know, malintentioned. It's like these men that pass these laws, they don't think about it. So they don't care. They don't, it just doesn't, it's not even like, oh, we want to punish women. It's just that we just don't think it's that important of an issue because mm-hmm. it doesn't affect them. Mm-hmm. So to them, it's like, why right. are we even wasting time having this conversation? So like that, you know, you were saying that there was some government person, I don't remember who you said it was, but she was been really trying to push things through in federal for federal yes know, she's a governor ja- or whatever jackie spear sorry i think i might have said jamie spear ja- ja- yeah jamie, jamie lynn spears jamie lynn like, spears is, is like, on the congress like, floor she's just Brittany's really sister, yeah, yeah. Brittany's sister <laughs> no jackie spear um, yeah but she's been actually that she's i mean the only when you look up you know uh the period movement and like the pink tax she's the o- only that i can find uh congresswoman that is fighting for this and she she goes on the you know the senate floor and talks about this sort of thing and she's been fighting for this i think i read since like 2008 or so um and like you said that she gets pushed back and then people think it's just not a big deal and that she's making a lot of noise about nothing but it's like it doesn't affect you that's why you think that women pay 13 wait what is it fourteen hundred dollars yeah fourteen hundred dollars a year more than men on these products fourteen hundred dollars a year and we make less money so like i and we we have to wake up earlier to get ready (laughs) oh yeah i was like why do we have to wake up earlier (laughs) no right yeah we gotta try her look cute whatever shave our legs yeah Yeah. i mean well it's it's interesting because like we gotta um, i'm more mad about waking up earlier I'm just kidding. <laughs> we gotta wake up earlier. Um, well, this this is gonna be like a small side note, but it all comes back around. Um, our uh, our dear friend Rush Limbaugh passed away. Oh, um, too bad. Um, <laughs> but uh, we had done a song early in our <laughs> reformed horse career uh, addressing something that he had he had called a woman Sandra Fluke a slut because she was arguing. Uh, that birth control should be covered under your insurance 
because it's a medical necessity and it doesn't even always have to do with birth. It has mm-hmm. to do sometimes just people use birth control for medical reasons. Um, and if it's not covered, sometimes it's so cost prohibitive. She had a friend in particular who was having medical issues. The friend was a lesbian. She was not going to get pregnant, but she needed the birth control um, or else she would could potentially die and she couldn't afford the birth control. So she stopped buying it. And then she was, you know, putting her life at risk. Uh, because her her insurance through it was like Georgetown University, which is a Jesuit school, uh, didn't want to cover it because they said, well, we don't believe in birth control. <laughs> so that was and then Rush Limbaugh goes, she's a slut. She's just trying to fight for birth control so she can fuck everybody, whatever. So we wrote a song about it. And it's just like it's just insane. Just insane. That's insane enough. This week we got a lovely comment because <laughs> now that, you know, his he died. So it's sort of come back around. Mm-hmm. Um and this gentleman, Timothy Schweitzer, I looked him up. He's an actor. I hope he never works again. Um, or I don't think he ever worked to begin with, so it's fine. Um, but he said, if you want to look him up, Tim, well, don't even give him the views. It's fine. Um, he said, if you were responsible, you would pay for your own birth control and not want taxpayers to foot the bill. Song makes no sense. I went into it a rage, like a blind oh, wow. rage. You know, I missed that. I missed that comment, Katie. I'm uh, well I I didn't because <laughs> I saw it and I was furious I decided to I was like I need to respond to this because I can't handle this today um so under my own personal because I didn't want to get the ban into too much trouble I just responded uh you know this has nothing to do with taxpayer dollars this and I just right. explained what happened there it was about the insurance that you pay into mm-hmm. not covering a medical cost so your tax dollars have nothing to do with it. So as a result, your comment doesn't make sense. The song makes sense. Mm-hmm. Did you? And then I didn't hear back from him. No. Oh. And he is a real person because I did click on his thing and then I tried to. I watched part of his reel and I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> <laughs> he had like twenty views. I was like, "Get! I hate you." You should have um, commented. This is garbage. This is yeah. This this is garbage. Makes this no is, sense. This burns my this eyes. This reel makes no yeah. sense. Um. Yeah, but that anyway, debate but, makes me insane. But it but it comes down to this. And the reason I bring it up is because it comes. It's the same feeling that I have with this uh, comment. And then anything with this like pink tax with the, you know, people trying to push through the, the getting rid of the tampon tax. This guy is seeing things so mm-hmm. through his own microscope, his own like vision that he's totally uncapable, incapable and or just unwilling, not incapable and unwilling to see the world through somebody else's eyes. Mm -hmm. If you were responsible, you would pay for your own birth control. Timothy, why don't you pay for your own birth control? Mm -hmm. Why don't you make it, you know, what are you talking about? Right. Also, your birth control, like a condom, isn't going to save your life. I mean, it will if you use it, but I'm, but you know what I mean? Like it's not... A condom is really for sex. Birth control pills are for many, many things that are that are beyond just babies. But it's like if you don't and then and then again to like lean this whole this is another thing I just want to like really, really quickly rant about because I think this applies to all of us. This applies to liberal people. It applies to conservative people. It applies to everybody. We are living in this time more than ever where people grasp, grasp, grasp on to these buzzwords mm-hmm. like taxpayers, taxpayer dollars. You want the taxpayers to foot your bill? We're not talking about taxes. Right. But you're so confident in like these like 
these sort of buzzwordy phrases that are flying around, you know, and I know that the liberal people have them too. So that's just like another thing I just kind of want to like continue to like press upon people, which is that do your due diligence before you make a comment, some asinine comment on Mm -hmm. someone's thing. Google it to see, is this even about taxes? He would have found out it's not about taxes. He could have still made a comment if he wanted, but at least he would be, then we have, then we can have a conversation. Then we can have an argument. But if you're just making shit up, you know, it's like, and then just shutting, I mean, that's gaslighting, right? Just shutting Mm -hmm. a woman down being like, Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and without making, and then to say this song makes no sense when he's clearly missed the entire point of the, he missed the whole thing. (laughs) So I just, I can't, I I really am at a point more and more. My rash is so tired. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I think I'm getting a rash. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, I'm sure our listeners are getting hives right now with this. I mean, it's infuriating. It is so. Yeah. And it's like, again, it's with anything, with anything. And this goes for with uh, gender stuff. It goes for race stuff. It goes for, um, you know, if you're a straight person trying to understand a gay person's perspective or a trans person's perspective, we, we don't we only see the world through our lens. So you have to be able to listen to other people's stories. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to listen to other people's perspectives on these things. And, and you know, have a real like look it up. Read about it. Mm-hmm. Really find out what the deal is before you start just saying like, no. Right. No. Right. Right. No, I mean, I, I've been, lear- I'm doing more research on like what makes a good relationship just because, um, hopefully to find. What else are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm, I have a rash. I'm alone. Like whatever. It sounds but this good. idea right, of like ready. what fair fighting means in a relationship, but then I'm actually like broadening it even more to like, just cause there's so much, um, divide still you know mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. and that is you know i really fair fighting means that there's two people on opposite sides of the street and rather than trying to convince another person to come to your side of the street and you win the argument that's 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 not fair fighting what i'm more interested in um more than ever is is the 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 fucking bridge like i want to be able to hear the other person's argument so say like a trump supporter or like whatever but just hear them before I shut down because I've been shutting down I cannot hear when somebody says that they are their support they were a supporter of him I can't hear what they're saying but I'm trying to do better at like okay let me just hear and if I can at least like hear what they're saying and try not to compromise or like bring them to my side but at least if I can meet them in the middle and we can like agree on find something to agree on I think that's way better than trying to like say no you're wrong and shut them down absolutely if somebody's racist or whatever like I'm sorry like I don't know how to do with be, be a proper fair fighter there well and but- I think that like that's part of the issue with like fair fighting right like let's say even if we take it back to a relationship if one person in the relationship is trying to fair fight and the other one is unwilling to do that it's a lost cause right and this is where like i really struggle because i'm constantly trying to understand like well let me hear your side yes you're very good if you're not willing to hear my side then this is a totally wasted time you're not going to convince me for sure so it's not that and i'm not even trying to convince you per se but i'm trying to understand like what is going on but if you're not and i can and i and i learn a lot when i listen you know Mm -hmm. And I hear things that I'm like, oh, I see what's kind of going right. on here. But but if they're not willing, if the other person's not willing to meet you halfway also, I don't really know 
you know, this has to be something that like a lot of us start doing. Right. You know what I mean? But and, both and sides to have be... to educate themselves yes. on it. Yeah. Um, but it is like what Charlene, Dr. Fletcher, um, in our episode a couple weeks ago, is that like we have to have these difficult conversations. So like I yeah. wish we could have bring this dumb actor boy on and be like, okay, all right, let's hear what you have to say. Or maybe not, but you know what I mean? It's just like we have to have these difficult conversations in order to move yeah. forward. But also, like in his case, this dumb guy <laughs> that I hate now, my arch nemesis. Um, the thing about that is that, like, we can have him, s- and this is the problem with things like Fox News and stuff, is that you get these, like, quote unquote experts that don't know anything about what they're talking about. Right. And if you give them all this airtime, right, you give them but a if platform. they're not willing to give, yeah, but if they're not willing to give you one back, then it's like dangerous. Like right. then it's like this guy is like just spreading misinformation. Right. Like even the taxpayer thing. That's misinformation. Right. Well, that is a whole other thing too. I do think that there's there's Sam Harris, like his podcast, he's been having some controversial people on to, to hear their side of the story. But then again, he's giving them a platform to spread lies. So there, I have a problem with that. Joe Rogan does the yeah, same Yeah, I mean, thing, it's a mix. So. It's it's a very, but this is the, the exact thing. Is it like, it's not that I even blame Sam Harris for doing that. Or Joe Rogan is a, right. another person people love to like shit on. I like appreciate what he's trying right. to do. Right, But if the other side isn't willing to do the same in a real, in a real way, right. where it's not just, oh, we're going to embarrass you and take you down on TV. Right. And be like, okay, we really want to hear your side of it. Then it's just really... I don't know where that leaves us. Right. You know. But we should all be trying to get to that bridge. <laughs> totally. Trying. And I think that just as an individual, even if it's not a f- having a conversation with someone, you know, who's not listening, if it is just internally being like, oh, I need to I need to see that my experience is not the only experience, mm-hmm. especially if you're a cis white man or or a cis white woman, mm-hmm. you know, but especially especially with this particular topic, like tampons and stuff, if you're a man, period. Uh, <laughs> this is a place where you can open your eyes a little bit and be like, wow, this is a, th- a thing that I don't experience. Right. So I don't really have a say. And, you know, I don't really I, it's hard for me to have an opinion on whether we should tax this or not. Let's listen to what the women have to say. And if they say no tax, then let's take it off. Right. If they say we have to make these things available more freely, then let's do it. Because I don't know what it's like to have a vagina. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I do. But <laughs> I was just <laughs> speaking. As a yeah. Man. Well, I'm hopeful. I don't know. With yeah, more I women in I, Congress, the more maybe, I mean. Yeah, for sure. You know? and, uh, the, and that's why diversity matters on all sorts of levels, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes for economic diversity, too. Having right. people from all sorts of different economic backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And people from different, you know, um, geographic diversity. So if you're uh, from a, you know, lower middle class family in uh, Louisiana, that experience is going to be a lot different than an upper class uh lifestyle in Connecticut mm-hmm. you know right and that's good we need all of that information because it's not like the Connecticut person's automatically right because they went to Princeton mm-hmm. so and don't even get me started about how uh toxic some of those tampons are like just oh, I mean that's a whole that, <laughs> that could be a whole, whole other, other episode yeah, I mean it's like if you need a tampon because you have nothing of course right. please like you have to have it but yeah, but they that's bleach that shit and then it care. really, yeah. yeah, they don't know. They, they do not care. Yeah. And there's no studies they because don't they don't really care. And they're like, women are too complicated. <laughs> they don't care. Anyway, yeah. that'll be another episode. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. anyway. Yep. I got to go well, tend to my rash. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. You better go do that. And um, yeah, if you guys have any notes, <laughs> want to send us, I don't know. 
<laughs> if you want to take a me. walk to a gazebo and have a convo, email us at... <laughs> oh, my God. Please, I'd love to take a walk to a gazebo. I know. Does anyone know where a gazebo? Oh, God. Remember when we did our vows together at Sturgis at that gazebo? We yeah, did best lovely. friend vows. And we had Romantic. rings, too. Anyway, we did it's great. Nice. I miss you a lot. Uh, <laughs> I miss you, too. <laughs> <laughs> email us at difficultwomenpodcast at gmail.com. We love you guys. Uh, take care of your pusses. <laughs> yep. Bye. There was a word when we were kids that wasn't very nice It was reserved for certain girls who'd been round the block once or twice But listen y'all, we got news that will blow your mind Thanks to Mr. Limbaugh, that word's been redefined So apparently now I'm a slut, I'm a slut, I'm a slut, slut, slut I'm an S-L-U-T, S-L-U-T slut I went to school, I speak my mind I'm responsible for my behind I'm a slut, I'm a slut, I'm a slut I've only slept with one man my entire life We got married last June, now I'm proud to be his wife I'm on the pill so we won't have kids So we can be financially responsible for them then they can be a joy in our lives instead of a burden. You slut. Thank you. I'm a slut, I'm a slut, I'm a slut, slut, slut. I'm an S-L-U-T, S-L-U-T slut. I went to school, I speak my mind. I'm responsible for my behind. I'm a slut, I'm a slut, I'm a slut. When I was young, I got bad cramps that made me grumpy as my grams. Once a month it took its toll, so I was put on birth control. At 16 it was a relief to be freed from PMS grief. It had nothing to do with sex, but to be perfectly honest with you, if I'd wanted to have had sex at that time, that would have been my own personal decision that has nothing to do with you or anyone else except for me and the one I choose to be with. You slut. Thank you. I'm a slut, I'm a slut, I'm a slut, 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 I'm an S-L-U-T, S-L-U-T slut. I went to school, let's be my mind. Wait, wait, Did you go to college? Why, yes. I went to college. Do you know what that makes us? Snobs! Yay! I'm a snob, I'm a snob, I'm a snob, 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 I'm an S-N-O-B, S-N-O-B snob. I'm making 20K a year, just starting my career. Lucky to have my degree, so I have potential for upward mobility. I'm an S-N-O-B. Wait, wait, you can spell? Yeah. Well, you know what that makes us. What? Elitists! Yay! I'm an elitist, I'm an elitist, I'm an L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-L-E-
hankering to get a PhD in aerodynamics. You slut. <laughs>